0: But well, what sucks is now all the crazies have come back to Facebook, so.
1: Yeah, I've noticed that too.
0: <laughs> it was nice for like a week, and then they shut down Parlor, and now it's all fucking back to the to, to way it was.
1: Yep. All the trolls are back. <laughs> dance,
0: monkey, dance. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. Hi, I'm John. How you doing, John?
1: I'm doing great. How are you?
0: Oh, I'm okay. By this by by the time this comes out we'll have a new president. How do you feel about that?
1: I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. I've got family in town. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sitting here with my my, my Aunt Aoife <laughs> and uh um, Yeah, she's excited, too. She she? can't wait for it. Yeah, yeah. She and all of her friends are going to go up there for (laughs) it. Good old Auntie Aoife. Yeah. Uh,
0: Good times. Yeah. I mean, it it is interesting to watch all the shit, all the fallout unfold from the Capitol riots and Mm -hmm. seeing all the all the stuff that's coming up, the all the crazy people that. Um, some states have voted into Congress.
1: Oh my God! Yeah, yeah.
0: That wackadoo blonde chick that
1: who wants to bring her gun onto the Senate floor?
0: No, not that one. The, oh, not the, that one. The... Oh,
1: sorry, you got to be more specific. Well,
0: uh, yeah. the The other one is the QAnon chick that is going to bring, who claims she's going to bring impeachment charges on Biden on his first day. And every why? Was, well. Because apparently he's been bought by the Chinese and it's like, really? Ooh. Okay, sure. Whatever. <sighs> then there's the wackadoo with her gun. There's Holly and fucking Cruz. Like just the fact that these people are allowed in like the highest position in the country. As far as like lawmakers go. Right. It's fucking scary. Like, people really need to look at and do more research when they're going to go vote because,
1: but but why Facebook tells me everything I need to know. All my friends are on it and they tell me who to uh, vote for. Yeah. They're very good people, Chris. We love them. <laughs> very good people on both sides. Oh, sure. Sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, as long, look, the, the country is now the Democrats to lose. Like, if they don't do what they say they're going to do, if they start playing games, then, you know, then we're going to be right back to where we were. Mm -hmm. So they shouldn't be fucking around, which they already
1: are. uh, I don't know.
0: I mean, they've already pulled the we we know that we told Georgia to vote Democrat so that you'd all get two thousand dollar checks. But what we really meant is $1,400 checks to go along with your $600 check so that you get
2: $2,000.
0: That's not what okay. you told the people of Georgia. <laughs> it's, it's, you, you, wanted, you wanted, you want to control of the Senate and you said whatever you had to in order to get that to happen. Don't fuck this up, man.
1: But that's politics. That's what politics is about.
0: Politics need to change.
1: You're not going to change that unless you have this major purge. Okay. And eliminate. millions of bad actors.
0: You're, you're not saying anything that I don't think it should like, you know, I think it's all on the table.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: you know, I think, I think if you've ever lied on your campaign and like, you can't back up the th- the shit that you say, then you shouldn't. You mean be like to my either.
1: parents came over from Cuba on a raft?
0: That you know the the douchebag that said that he went to the um, the naval academy, and then right. they found out that he was turned away from the naval academy because of his private school record or something like. Mm-hmm. All that shit should be looked at. There should be a lot stricter rules for being elected as a congressperson than there is right now. That's all I'm saying.
1: I, I I agree. I agree. It needs to not well. There's a uh, a um, illustration doing the rounds on Facebook right now that that illustrates the problems with Congress. Okay. And it shows like you know here's the number of millionaires in America. And that's <laughs> like five percent. Here's the number of millionaires in Congress. Fifty one percent.
0: Yeah. I mean they're not representing us.
1: Not at all. No. Not at. I mean, I, I, I think there should be a cap on how much they make. Mm-hmm. I think that they should be paid enough so that they can live, but they cannot make any money outside of the job they're doing.
0: Yeah. So, so that gets rid of all the um. Oh, what do they call those people? Lobbyists. Lobbyists. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Lobbyists need to go. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
1: I mean, our whole process has to go, and there's no way to do that
0: I think if you if we started holding people accountable,
1: but we won't like do that, that.
0: i we I don't do that I know, but I'm saying if we did if if we were able to hold people accountable for for that kind of stuff, I think you would see a change
1: but we don't hold people accountable for anything <laughs> you know yeah. I mean you know look at look at these. Performers, music acts, actors, sports celebrities, who've all got all of this questionable, disgusting behavior mm-hmm. and still have careers. That's true. You know, I mean, honestly, look at the Kardashians. The Kardashians illustrate what is wrong with our country.
0: I, I would agree with that
1: it's all about greed, it's all about me, 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 it's all about attention that you don't deserve and yet they've got multiple TV shows and billions of fans and it's like, really? I don't understand. Because everybody don't, wants it,
0: to be famous for 15 minutes.
1: Their 15 minutes is up. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, it's... Do you think if if Ray Kroc who founded McDonald's had Facebook and Twitter he would have been a Kardashian type celebrity or anybody anybody Bob Thomas uh um Billy Graham the original Billy Graham not his pervert son <laughs> <laughs> um I
2: don't
0: know I I honestly don't know what do you, okay? So, what do you think, like visionaries? And I know we talk about, about them a lot on here, but like, what do you think Walt Disney would be like if he was alive today with social media?
1: Oh, that guy would be tweeting every five minutes, <laughs> every fucking five minutes.
0: But but would he be would he be a positive celebrity or would he be a?
1: Well, see, that's just it. Because would he be like Walt Elon Disney Musk? Did some- did some really shitty things when he was in charge of his studio. Right. And did some horrible things to people who worked for him. <laughs> so social media has a way of bringing out the worst in people.
0: Yes, very much so.
1: So I I think that he he has a as a cult personality would probably would not be Betty White. Okay. Okay. I think he would announce his opinions. I think if he had a problem with a vendor or sponsor or an animator, he would call them out on social media. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, I mean, it's all theoretical. We have no idea.
0: Well, no, obviously, but, it it is an interesting dynamic because there are people that will base their lives around Disney and how great Disney is without sure. doing the research and knowing what he was actually like. And right. You know, there, it's, I think it's the same now with Elon Musk. I think people put him on a pedestal <laughs> and then he gets on social media and says all this horrible shit. And you're like, but that's the well, Tesla he's, guy.
1: He's, he's done some horrible shit too. Yeah. He did some great stuff, you know. It's the Bill Cosby syndrome. Did some really great stuff, but boy, did you fuck up!
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it's a it's a weird. It, social media is definitely weird. Mm-hmm. But they do say that like this misinformation and disinformation dropped a whole shitload after Twitter
1: parlor. And, yeah, after it was banned, yep. and after.
0: Oh, what a shame.
1: It's all going to be over soon. Chris, is it That's that? all going to be It is. It is. You're going to wake up Wednesday morning and Bobby Ewing is going to walk out of the shower. <laughs> and Suzanne Pleshette's going to be in bed next to you. <laughs>
0: okay, oh, okay. Talk slower. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> you realize she's like 80 now. Or no, actually she's dead, isn't she?
0: Well, we're, we're we're talking about like '80s version, so go ahead.
1: Okay, okay, that's fine. It's a voice, isn't it? Yeah, she sounds like a man. I knew it. Don't <laughs> <Shh, laughs>
0: tell my secret.
1: Hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. It's a... they have to control the cancer. We need some serious chemo in this country mm. to get rid of these festering sores. And you've, I don't know. I mean, I I think you've got to show an incredible amount of strength and force to, you know, overcome these idiots who show up in their, you know, their bought on eBay battle armor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You mean Yal Qaeda? Uh,
1: Yal Qaeda? Yal Qaeda? Yal Qaeda? Yeah. But again, social media is what helped them be successful. Yeah. Mm. You know, for 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 every idea like the electronic engine, there's uh, <laughs> you know, there's there's the uh Proud Boys. Yeah.
0: Another disgusting group of people.
1: Mm-hmm. Worse, worse than juggalos. <laughs> that's it. Worse than juggalos.
0: Well, because juggalos are um, they're Peace all loving. inclusive.
1: Yes, they are. Like, any asshole can be a juggalo. That's right.
0: Any any fuckhead <laughs> can be a juggalo. Not everybody can be a proud boy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Aw. Did we actually say something positive about the juggalos? That's weird. We did. Mm.
1: You know. So go out, buy some Fago soda.
0: <laughs> Paint your face up. Celebrate. Get down to this insane clown posse.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, bizarre. Yeah. So speaking of bizarre. Yeah. Do you have an Ollie's Bargain Outlet near you? I do. Have you ever been there?
0: Yes, I go quite frequently because it's a really good place to go for... Um, Phone chargers,
1: oh, and, you need those a lot. And
0: HDMI cables.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, check out the book section sometime.
0: Oh, I've I've walked through the book section.
1: Have you Have you seen all the Amish romance novels?
0: No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't.
1: Well, maybe it's just a specialty down here in Florida. <laughs> I don't know, but they have racks and racks of like. Harlequin romances featuring like Amish women on the cover with like their you know long sleeves and their neck covered and the little headpiece and
2: <laughs>
1: <sighs> he came to raise her barn. He got so much more.
0: <laughs> Do you think that Amish people would shop in an Ollie's? Or... Well, no, because no, they can go into stores. They can't use technology.
1: But there's electricity and lighting and air conditioning and BGM and they'd be subjected to that. Yeah, but is, and God would no longer love them.
0: But is that part of the Amish thing? Isn't it? Can Amish
1: can Amish people Because, you know, when they do, when they have Rumspringa, like the kids are like Running AC cords from the neighbors' houses so they can listen to to rap music and stuff into their bedrooms because their house has no electricity.
0: So, so according to the question of do Amish people go to Walmart, it says uh, they are allowed to go shopping to buy uh, essentials. Um, so technically, I guess they could go into Ollies. Yeah. Um. let's see what this one says uh, why do Amish people go to Walmart I thought the Amish did not believe in store and stuff I just went to Walmart and saw several of them do you ever see Amish people update I'm not racist <laughs> I just never see <laughs> Amish people at Walmart Uh, there are many groups of An- Anabaptists I guess is their yeah Okay, so Mennonites and Amish uh, Amish people do shop at Walmart. Their beliefs are against things that separate them from their families, including anything that makes them live too fast. Cars would speed them up too much and take away from the time they spend with their maker while doing things the old slow way. They will ride in cars if they need to, though. For long trips, they take buses and trains. Oh. Uh, They will pay their neighbors to drive them somewhere if there's an emergency. Uh, Electricity isn't seen as evil, just unnecessary and and another connection to the world that they don't want or need. Um, So So
1: they won't be going to buy charger cables.
0: No, but because Ollie's (laughs) is very much what um, Big Lots used to be. Mm-hmm. where they will just buy loads of shit and then sell it at a cheap price. Right. Maybe if they're going in there for like canned beans or something, and they happen to go over into the, to the book section and they see somebody on the cover that looks just like them. And it's about them falling in love. Maybe they would buy those books.
1: Well, I I'm obviously very late to the game because there is a newsweek article from 2015. <laughs> And it starts out like this Luke sucked in his breath And let it out slowly Okay, I'm just going to have to flat out ask you What's it take to get to first base With you, Nora? You've been deflecting my What do you consider first base? The wide-eyed expression on Nora's face Made Luke kick himself for asking such a crude question Did she expect him to spell out Every little detail? Or was she covering for not knowing What first base meant? (laughs) Um apparently there's no sex, but they have lots of babies. Okay. There's there's no physical contact between unmarried couples unless it's God will and it happens through a tornado or a house fire or a buggy accident. <laughs> <laughs> there's no nakedness, but there's layer upon layer of clothing being removed.
0: Okay. I just I like the fact that there there are those specific terms. If it happens in a tornado, a house fire, or a buggy accident.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That is amazing. Uh, I wonder how many of these things are actually written by Amish people. Like, are there Amish uh, writers?
1: Um, I would assume so. I mean, who the hell else would want to write these things? Do you think there's a lot of money in the the Amish romance novel business, especially since so many of them end up at places like like, Ollie's? Like Ollie's? Yeah.
0: I I don't know. I mean, it's it's definitely a weird niche market for sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't see anybody picking one up and being like, oh, I'm going to read this because, you know, whatever. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling through, I, I did a Google search for um, Amish romance novels, mm-hmm. and I'm clicking through the pictures on top, and I'm clicking on the authors, and none of them are, are um, Amish. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird that this is a niche. Like, you sit down and you're like, hey, I'm going to write a novel what are you going to write it about? Oh, I think I'll do a, um, an Amish romance novel. (laughs) Unless you know how, like, did you ever see those, those apps where like to get ideas for movies, they'll throw like, it's like a, um, like a slot machine thing. Yeah. And it'll it'll do like genre and then whatever generator. Yeah. 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 Maybe, maybe there's a book generator like that and it pops up Amish romance and then they're like, oh fuck. Now I got to go figure out Amish romance. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, apparently they refer to these type of books as bonnet rippers <laughs> okay and there's also a subcategory of them oh jeez of bonnet bloodsuckers
0: <laughs> like like amish vampires yes oh my
2: god <laughs> yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow that's awesome
1: there's it, 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 a a novel called Harvest of Blessings and here's a quote he found himself watching the way she bit into her burger and licked the melting cheese from the bottom of the bun, bottom of the bun. <laughs> he wished it could be her napkin when she wiped her mouth <laughs> <laughs> wow I don't know. See, now, I I really wish I were were back in the office because I would go and start buying these and like leaving them in the break room rooms and stuff. There you go. You know, for the the paperback exchange.
0: So one of one of the women writers that seems to pop up a lot is a a woman named Beverly Lewis. And on her Wikipedia page, it said she is a Christian fiction novelist and adult and adult and children's author of over 100 books. She's a former school teacher and musician. She started playing piano at the age of four and began writing short stories and poetry when she was nine. Much of her writings focus on Old Order Amish. Uh, And a maternal grandmother was born into the Old Order Mennonite Church, which interests Lewis in her own plain heritage. So that's how she got into it. And I guess... I mean, she's she's done all kinds of Amish books, so maybe maybe it's just an untapped market. Well, obviously not because there's a bunch of them. But damn, man, this is amazing.
1: Here's one. They have great titles too, such as "A Devoted Bride for the Injured Rancher." <laughs> The Shocking Bride and the Solitary Rancher. A Stubborn Bride for the Stoic Rancher. (laughs) A Compassionate Bride and the Prudent Rancher. There's a whole series. Nice.
0: So it looks like a bunch of these writers specialize in Christian and Amish romantic fiction. That seems to be the through line.
1: Is that the... Christian fiction that Falwell was into. <laughs>
0: uh, I don't know.
1: Are they? Are they? You know, watching, uh, watching the neighbor putting up the barn and <laughs> thinking about him.
0: Oh, look at him with his glistening sweat in the sun. Mm-hmm. Middlefield Amish. Okay, wow, is
1: that like black bumper Mennonite? <laughs>
0: maybe so maybe maybe Amish literature goes hand in hand if you're like a Christian you know romance writer, maybe it's just an offshoot.
1: Um, I obviously you don't need much of an imagination, I would guess. <laughs> right?
0: Well, you just, you, you cut out all of the, you know, anything that has to do with a car. You just make that into a buggy. You know, you don't have to worry about like, like setting it in a city and the logistics of that. It's just on a farm.
1: Yeah, but what about a, uh, uh a, uh... Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Amish.
0: Fifty Shades of Amish.
1: Here you
0: go. But there's no sex. Mm. It's just taking clothes off. So It's is, just taking clothes off. Is is it 50 layers of Amish? <laughs> 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 the, well, the dude's there you undressing go. her, and she takes off the, the top, and there's a 49 more layers that he's got to get through. Mm-hmm. And each chapter is the buildup of of the excitement of taking each of those 50 pieces off and then he takes the last one off. And then the next chapter is them having a baby. Yes. You know, you just skip the good part. Yeah. Oh, poor Amish. I
1: don't know why you're saying poor Amish. Obviously somebody is Catering to their sexual urges. <laughs> is is that really
0: sexual urges,
1: though? For an Amish person, it is.
0: Oh, I guess.
1: He lightly fingered the strings of her bodice, falling <laughs> across her bosom as her chest heaved with each breath. <laughs> <laughs> and I just made that up. I could write this shit. Oh, see, there you go. <laughs> so there you go.
0: Oh, I think I see a new uh, new pastime for you.
1: Uh okay. There you go. We all need multiple multiple inc- income streams. So
0: so do you do you rate it as you or do you come up with a um
1: a pen name? Oh, it'd have to be a pen name. Okay. It would have to be very good though. <laughs>
2: uh, it like... would have to sound
1: Amish.
0: Oh, okay. Amish names. Let's see.
1: Sorority Bismarck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you should be Petrus. Uh,
1: Petrus Patience. Chilly Shally? Petrus Patience? Yeah. Okay.
0: Petrus means uh one of the followers of Joseph.
1: Mmm. Okay.
0: Apparently Otto is a Amish name too.
1: First name or last name? First. Oh. Okay.
0: The sound of the name is so pleasing that you can very well choose it for your firstborn too okay i mean that that's what that was what was under Otto. so really know. all right how about yuri you are a short name a short and sweet name that means god is my light
1: uh sure uh,
0: trina short version of katrina derived from the Latin word triple and has a reference to the Holy Trinity oh my god what the fuck did I get myself into (laughs) the 60 most popular Amish baby names but why would that be online like that's weird
1: well maybe that's how kids in Rumspringer find out what to name their kids
0: (laughs) I went on the magic box they
1: they go yes (laughs) exactly <laughs> uh.
0: then they put me on the something called Pornhub and I haven't been the same since
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yes
0: oh do they have an Amish name generator yes they do of course they do uh, for male characters sure But why won't why won't you let me click something
1: They know you're not Amish.
0: Steven Smucker.
1: Steven Smucker.
0: Urias Slaba. Slaba? Slaba. Sedron Peterschwim. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tobiah Ringenberg. Wow.
1: Lordy, lordy, lordy
0: uh Tekoa Staly Abraham Plank <laughs> Festus Shelter
1: <laughs> Festus Shelter
0: Yeah it's it's the it's the the Amish name generator thing
1: Okay <laughs> Festus
0: Festus <sighs> Artemis Glick Jeth- Jethro Umble. <laughs> this is pretty good. Wow. Hey, so so uh, this first name might be familiar to you, Dathan.
1: Yes, that's Amish.
0: <laughs> Apparently, that's an Amish name. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Thought maybe like his mother bit, bit her tongue when she named him <laughs> Dathan. I'm gonna call him the D- D- Dathan. Um. <laughs> uh,
0: patrobus peachy
1: what (laughs) that's
0: one of the names that popped up patrobus is the first name peachy is the is the last name okay okay you can't tell me that this is an amish name in the amish name generator perez velker is that can't be an amish first name i wouldn't think so okay I think I think this would be great for when you write your novel to come up with all the names. There you go. Hadasha Fisher was out in the See, field that's, that's one day. That's a
1: Jewish name. Well, I don't know. I well, I do know. Hadasha is a Jewish <laughs> name.
0: Okay. I will. I I believe you.
1: They don't have Bob. Bob. Debbie. No. Jane. Genesis. Genesis. It's
0: a there you go. biblical name. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, you have opened my eyes. I did not know that there were Amish um um gr- romance novels. And now now I'm gonna have to take a ride to
1: uh Ollie's to to check mm-hmm. it out. Get
0: some for my daughter.
1: I, I think you should buy some and, you know, read them before you go to bed with your wife. Do a uh, little role play. No. No? No.
0: Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. Right. My kid has gotten very into the manga books. Okay. She likes, um, like, anime and stuff now. Yeah. And so, you know, she's her birthday's coming up and she's asked for a bunch of manga books, but maybe I should go get her Amish romance novels I, instead.
1: You know, that would be so hilarious. I think you should, because it's not like you're giving her anything dirty.
0: No, no, there's there's no sex in it. There's just taking clothes off and having babies. I'm going to have to make a trip.
1: I, I think you should. I, that would be hilarious. I mean, she should wrap them so she thinks that she's, you know, she's getting books. <laughs> and then she'll open them and go, what the?
2: <laughs> I hate you. I hate you.
0: Oh, what would be any different? <laughs> <sighs>
2: oh. <sighs> yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. So did you watch uh, WandaVision this week?
1: I did. I'm also all caught up on The Expanse. Okay. So I'm all the way up to wait for new episodes on
0: Wednesdays. Oh, doesn't it suck now that you have to wait? Yes. <laughs> um, because
1: I got to that last episode, and then all of a sudden, up next, like episode one of something else, and it's like, no. Yep. Um, But she just got sucked into the airlock. (laughs) uh, Yeah. (laughs) She Mary Poppins her way over to the other ship.
0: And it's the first time in that in that series where I felt like they may have jumped the shark a little bit. Okay, I mean. I don't know if somebody could survive that. That distance in space to something else. I mean, it, it felt a little weird to me. Um, I felt like they could have probably written themselves out of that in a different way. Yeah, but um, yeah, I I I do like the show better when everybody's together.
1: I do too. It's kind of weird that they're all separated now.
0: Yeah, I don't know why they decided to do that. Um, they were a little bit separated last season too. On the planet. Right, um, but they were at least all on the same planet together, mm-hmm. and even though they weren't necessarily in the same scenes, it was at least you know they're working towards the common goal. With right. the exception and of now, like Bobby. now they're off
1: on their own little adventures. Uh,
0: yeah, now they're way like um, separated, and I don't like that as much. I mean, I'm not the the stories are still really good. Yeah, um, I still enjoy seeing each character going through what they're going through. And it feels like maybe they're going to start coming together. Just...
1: It seems that way. That at least Alex is on his way with the Martian with Bobby. chick. Yeah. Bobby.
0: Um, The only one that I don't think is, will be there is um, Amos. Amos.
2: Yeah.
1: He's kind of screwed right now. Uh, yeah.
0: And he's he's hanging out with the chick that like can like go into hyperspeed and kill people, yeah. Which was really weird, but whatever.
1: But I love that shot of them climbing up the elevator shaft and then the elevator breaking loose.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Get small. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, it's it's a it's a really good show. It's. Um... I do love how that that no matter what they're doing the the protomodic molecule has is in the mix somewhere, yeah, and they've been able to keep that um even though they killed off Tyrone from Walking Dead this season yep. um I was not aware that that is the same dude that plays the um um on on the Orville plays the one guy's mate.
1: Oh really? Yeah.
0: Okay. He he is on the Orville as the dude's mate. Okay.
1: Um.
0: So he gets all over. Like he's he's been in like all kinds of genre shows now.
1: Good for him. Yeah. Keep working.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um. So so what did you think of? And if this spoils anything for anybody, I'm sorry. But what did you think of them bringing back? Um. um Oh God. Why am I blanking with names today? Um Punisher Guy.
1: Oh, Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. Jane. That Last was season. weird.
0: <laughs> he comes back as like a ghost, but not really.
1: No, he's like a manipulation of the proto molecule.
0: Yeah, like he's he's fused with it, but like they can they can project him into into Holden's so w- like vision.
1: So that, yeah, so kind of like I said that you know they it's kind of like the singularity, so that when he went to back to the space station and found Julie Mao,
2: mm-hmm.
1: obviously he died, got incorporated into their their mass being, whatever it may have been,,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so I wonder if there's a way for all those mass beings to concentrate and. Defeat the proto-molecule. Yeah. I mean, would you think that there's there's one alpha proto-molecule somewhere?
0: Uh, well, I'm wondering if that's what they're kind of building towards. Mm. Is because the proto-molecule is responsible for the gates. Right. That open up the universe to the human people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But there's definitely when they were on those planets and they had those big ships or whatever those things were. Right. um, That was all for a specific purpose. And I'm wondering whether or not this season is, is there's going to be something at the end that kickstarts something where the, the proto molecule will be the main focus again.
1: Well, it is going to be the last season after this one.
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm wondering how they're going to handle all that. So I'm not sure.
1: It's it's going to be interesting. I mean, they they definitely haven't um, abandoned any ideas that they've been using. It's not like you know they're like, oh, that's not really working out, so we're just gonna not talk about it anymore. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's definitely. It's there there there's definitely some kind of board that like in the writers room where they're keeping track of everything. Uh-huh. Um and I'm 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 see now you're going to have to deal with the whole waiting a year for I know, new episodes. right? episodes. And who knows how long this time because of COVID and all that shit. Right. But
1: right. I was very disappointed that Aversala got remarried.
0: Uh, yeah. I didn't want to spoil it.
1: It's like, and and he was like nothing like the other actor.
0: No, no, not at it's all. It's
1: like, okay, we're not even going to try to make you think it's the same guy.
0: No, they're, you're just no saying. No Indian
1: accent, no nothing.
0: They just tell you, hey, that's my husband now, and you're right. you're just supposed to accept it, I guess
1: hmm
0: yeah and i don't know why that happened i don't know what what the reasoning behind that was but it just kind of is like there you're like oh okay thanks <laughs> so now what did you think of wanda and vision or wandavision
1: i well wait hang on okay Oh, it says it's no. It's not clear why Brian George is no longer playing Arjun, oh. the husband on The Expanse. Hmm. Um, I really like WandaVision.
0: So do I. I I liked it's it more than I thought. So I was gonna...
1: unique. And I love the homages to different sitcoms so far. Yep. You know, the first one was very, very much Dick Van Dyke show, mm-hmm. and then the second one was Bewitched,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um, yeah, it's just really cool that they're they're building this story in a way that is so different from how they've told stories in the past.
0: Yeah, and there's there's those little things sprinkled in there of the sword is watching them, right things are things aren't as what they seem like obviously right um, it's very clear that that Wanda having some kind of mental breakdown and has created this world mm-hmm. to deal with the fact that she has lost vision and and um, I, I talked to my kid about this because I, I we have grown up with all these old TV shows Right. And very used to watching something in black and white and four by three. And so I said to her, I said, did you enjoy the show? And she said, yeah, I did. And I said, even though it was in black and white and but did you get the references? And she said, well, no, I didn't like I like Vision and Wanda, but it like I wasn't really sure what they were trying to get to with the other stuff. But even then, like she likes the show and she's able to follow the story about kind of what's going on. So right. I think it's it's a it's a testament to the to the showmakers that they're able to cross that divide of older fans and younger fans. Mm-hmm. Where like I noticed right away that like in the second episode the house is completely different. Um you know, it's they've they've moved up a decade or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you know, they're now doing other things um But they still have the same neighbors, and apparently the same people are still in the town, and all that kind of stuff. Right, right. Um, So it's this weird cast of characters that are all, have been put into this situation. Now, whether they're actual people or just figments of her imagination or whatever. Right. But I like the little things of color. I like the little, like, everything's black and white except for like Mm -hmm. the cut hand or the, the, um, the helicopter helicopter or the, the red blinking light on the stark toaster. Like Mm -hmm. there's all this little stuff that's, that's kind of peppered in throughout that. You're like, Oh, those are obviously, that must mean something. Yeah.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. So, um, I like the fact that we're moving in the color now and that they're going to go ahead and do the babies, the, 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 Wanda's envisions kids and Mm -hmm. you know, there's a chance that um, Quicksilver will be back and (sighs) like, it's really, it's really like a no, like, like anything can happen now because it's her imagination and she can, they've, they've established the ground rules that she has powers in this world and she can rewind what's going on. They can bring whatever they want in, and I think that it's gonna be really cool to see what they do with that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't quite understanding the beekeeper guy at the end of the second episode.
1: well, I think he's got more importance yeah uh, coming it, up
0: it's it's it, and it's interesting that they released two episodes the first week mm-hmm. um but I guess this kicked off like a six month every Friday there will be a new Marvel TV show on Disney plus. Yes. Cause it, this goes up until sometime in February and then Falcon and winter soldier takes over and then Loki takes over. And I think what if takes over. So there Mm -hmm. will be something constantly new on Disney plus from Marvel for for like the next half a year.
1: Yeah. And that's incredible. Yeah. That's it. It, it's very much going to keep their audience engaged yep, and hopefully start bringing more people into that audience.
0: Yep. Yeah. I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I didn't know what to expect because they kept saying it was going to be so different. Um, but I absolutely loved what they're doing as far as like the look of the show and, like getting even the even writing it so that the comic beats from the fifties play to an audience in twenty twenty one, I think is is really really well done.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it. I I can't wait to see where this goes. I I wish it were longer than twenty six minutes.
0: Yeah, um, I think going forward, uh, Kevin Feige had said that. Um, they were either, they were, they were shooting for either eight hour episodes or 10 half hour episodes Mm -hmm. for their, for their, um, television versions. Right. Um, and this kind of lies in between there's like nine episodes of this. Um, so I feel like because it's supposed to be a half an hour sitcom that they're sticking to that. Right. Mm, you know i mean half of the mandalorian episodes were about 30 minutes so you know yeah, i
1: just want more yeah you know i just want more
0: yeah i'm 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 actually surprised that there aren't more um i mean they're they're talking about a loki season 2 already i'm surprised mm-hmm. that, that depending on what they have in store for vision and wanda um, whether or not we will get a season two of this. Mm. Cause Paul Bettany I, said that it was the most fun he's ever had on a set. Yeah. He said, because they shot it as a single camera or no multi-camera um, comedy that, you know, he's, he's used to setting the camera up doing his lines. Okay. Now we're going to do coverage. This was, you do it once and all the coverage is already done. And he was like, "It felt really good because you only had to get it right once instead of over and over and over mm-hmm. um and it looks like they're having fun, and when it looks like when they're having fun on set, then you know usually what gets put out is fun, right so yeah i'm i i'm I'm very pleased that their thing for out the gate is as fun as it is, mhm-." Because, come on, how fun can Falcon and Winter Soldier be? (laughs) That's going to be an espionage thing. It's going to be kind of serious. It's going to be their action TV show. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of glad this was first. Because who knows what the the reaction would have been if this had come second. And people were expecting, like, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And what you got was this. I think Loki is going to be a mixture. Yeah. And I think that that's probably a good thing. Cause Tom Hiddleston's pretty good at comedy. So.
1: Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm intrigued at this point. I'm interesting, interested to see where it goes from here. And, um, yeah. Okay. Two thumbs up, two thumbs up. Two thumbs up.
0: 10 out of 10, you'll watch again? Tonight? No. Oh.
1: 10 out of 10. Oh.
0: Like on a scale, you'd watch it again?
1: I would. Okay. I thought you said tonight at 10. (laughs) No. (laughs) Tonight at 10, you'll watch it again. Hey, you rhymed.
0: (laughs) Uh. So... um. I saw something this week that I I thought we should discuss. Okay. Have you seen the weird shit that's going on with army hammer?
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) So I was made aware of this yesterday on Twitter. They were talking about, um, the the curious case of army hammer Mm -hmm. and the fact that apparently he's got some weird fetishes. Uh-huh. Uh it turns out that he was sending direct messages to a woman um for like four years where he basically displayed fantasies of rape, domination, and cannibalism. Uh-huh. Uh the recipient who is only known as Kitten. <laughs> said uh produced messages where he basically said he wanted to bite pieces off of her and eat mm-hmm. her heart. Yes. He said I am 100% a cannibal. I want to eat you. That's scary to admit. I've never admitted that before. Um apparently he's getting divorced and he's a raging alcoholic apparently. Mhm. And um It was a British website that found a secret Instagram account of his where basically it was him putting stuff up um, and like, I guess he was, he's been court ordered to do drug testing and it's, it's pictures of him where it says, Oh, good thing that those drug tests don't test for DMT. And like really weird shit like that, so Lone Ranger might be a little fucked up, man. Yeah, I mean he's a he's he's kind of a weird dude now. And you would think with him and Johnny Depp, you'd think he would have been the straight one. Yeah, but no, <laughs> Johnny Depp is the one that, that was abused and is having to to get his name back in the press and army hammer was like the straight dude that was in um the the facebook movie and lone ranger but no he's the really fucked up one right he's the dude that wants to eat you
1: so weird yeah uh,
0: apparently in november he gave an interview where he said that his dream dinner guest would be the Marquis de Sade. Okay. Um and that he was really into the to the sadist part of um his work.
1: Hmm okay.
0: Yeah. He's got some really fucked up pictures of like pigs heads and
1: knives and Ew. Yeah. That's bizarre. Yeah. That's totally bizarre.
0: Um, When he was married, he said in an interview, um, I liked the grabbing of the neck and the hair and all that, but then you get married and your sexual appetites change. And I mean that for the better. It's not like I'm suffering in any way, but you can't really pull your wife's hair. It gets to a point where you say, I respect you too much to do these things and do these things that I kind of want to do. And then he went on to say that he had a former girlfriend who tried to stab him while they were having sex. (sighs) And the the girlfriend said True love leaves scars You don't have any And then tried to stab him With a butcher knife Wow Yeah So he's really fucked up But I mean his first name's Army Come on
1: Well his father was a billionaire Yeah Armand, Armand Hammer Yeah Of the baking soda fame <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah. That he's a—that's a weird fucking
1: dude, man. Mm-hmm. Hooray for Hollywood!
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I guess if your dad's a billionaire and you become, you know, you become an actor and you get put in movies, I guess you don't—you uh, don't feel like there's any responsibility for anything. You can do what you well, want.
1: Goes back to what we said about holding people responsible.
0: Yeah. Yep. I mean, and, and, no, I won't say it. Never mind. <laughs> All right. I, w- I was going to say something, but I won't. I'll be good.
1: Anyway. Weird, weird world we're living in.
0: Yep. Maybe if the Lone Ranger had done better, maybe he would. Really
1: <laughs> I'm sure that's what it was.
0: What if that's the one thing that broke him though?
1: Was the Lone Ranger? What
0: like he was supposed to be? He was supposed to be Batman when George Miller was going to do Justice League. Yeah, and that fell through. And you know he get he becomes the Lone Ranger, and that's a terrible movie. So maybe all these things have added up to just make his his brain snap. Hmm. Maybe if he had if he had bigger roles in Hollywood that actually worked or was able to recover from some of these horrible projects, then maybe his life would be better. It's just a thought.
1: Yeah, could be.
0: Who knows? I don't know. So did you watch anything else this week?
1: Uh, I watched The Rookie. The Rookie is back. Yeah. Magnum PI is back. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of felt like The Rookie copped out. Okay. Because last last season, Nathan Fillion's character was set up as a has a dirty cop by another dirty cop, okay. who was Michael from Lost, Harold Parano. Oh, okay. And um, he figures out that that Harold Parano is a dirty cop, and he's trying to trying to bust him, but he doesn't want to tell. His commander, because he's afraid of what it will do to the department, and blah 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 blah. And at the end of the episode, they were um, the police were like outside his house. Okay. And it's like, oh, okay, so like the next season will be him trying to redeem himself. And it's like, no, the next episode was the day after, <laughs> and then um, then he gets punished. And that was kind of the end of it. (laughs)
2: It's
1: like, huh? It's like, no, I wanted to hear more of whatever.
0: Uh, Yes. The, the good old episodic TV where they don't ever have to like match up to each other. Right. Uh, I watched a really depressing movie last night. Um, I didn't, no, (laughs) no, (laughs) no, I didn't think it was going to be depressing. There okay. is a movie on um Netflix called the Midnight Sky, okay, and it was directed and stars George Clooney
1: oh this this one everybody's talking about right now
0: I guess yeah. i yeah, it popped up, and I was like, okay, I'll watch this um it said it was science fiction,
1: oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 this is the future yeah and He's got to make contact with a a group of humans Gro- who are trying to come back to Earth. Group and- of
0: astronauts that are on their way back. Um, an incident that they don't really tell you what happens happens on Earth and kills everybody. Right. And it's probably one of the most depressing, sad movies I've ever seen.
1: And well, there's that's too bad.
0: There's no ending. There's no resolution to the story. It just ends. And I sat there and I was like, wait, why am I seeing credits now? Wait, that was the end? Like not, not to, I don't want to spoil it. Okay. But I will give you the last line of the movie. <laughs> Rosebud. No, the the oh. literal last line of the movie is, "It's just us now." Mm. And credits, and I was like, "Wait, w- uh, n- uh, w- huh?" <laughs> like you spend all this time with these characters, and there there is kind of a twist in there a uh, uh-huh. little bit. Um. And uh, like I'm looking at, uh, I'm I'm watching this movie, and and they they tell you the twist, and it's like okay, like like I didn't see that come, like I did see it coming, um, but for anybody that wasn't paying attention, I guess it was a big reveal. Okay. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, there's there's got to be a way that they resolve this. S- something happens, maybe I don't know. No, the movie just ends, and I was like, hmm, okay. And it doesn't leave you in a good place. It, oh, that's it, sad. It leaves you with like, well, fuck, man. Now I'm sad, and it's not even like, like you get anything good out of it. It just kind of ends. So I I don't know if I could recommend it. <laughs> I mean, it's two hours of build up for that, so I don't know.
1: So it wasn't satisfying.
0: No. No. And. You know, I like George Clooney. Um, um, Ocean's Eleven is one of those films that I can sit and watch repeatedly. It's okay. it's one of those that if it's on and I'm flipping channels and I hit it, I'll watch it to the end no matter where it is. Kind of like Goodfellas. Okay. And mm-hmm. um, I like a lot of the stuff that George Clooney has done. He plays a dude with cancer who's dying in this. So he's hobbling around like an old man and he's got a big long beard and doesn't look like George Clooney. But this is what he chose to do as a director, I guess. And one of the weirdest castings in it is um, Tim Russ, who is an actor who was in Star Trek Voyager. Uh huh. Uh, Play Tuvok. Tuvok. Um, he's been in a bunch of stuff. I kept seeing his name in the credits and I was like, he wasn't in this movie. There is a scene in the beginning of the film where he, George Clooney is talking to somebody who's supposed to be standing across from him, but the camera never goes off of George Clooney. Okay. He's talking to Tim Russ.
1: Do you hear his voice?
0: You hear his voice. There, You never see his face except for one shot. When somebody asks where George Clooney is going, he turns around and looks past the camera and he goes, he's staying here and it cuts. And that's his entire role in the film. And I was like, what the, that's a weird, like, like editing choice. You're going to cast somebody and you get one shot and all your other dialogue is off screen. It's it, too weird. It's very strange. It's, it's like an art house sci-fi movie almost. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's out there, hmm. but yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I watched last night. Wow. And I should have watched something else. I feel like, Just depressing. They shouldn't be putting out depressing shit in 2021. (laughs) Not after the year we had.
1: No. You know, we did have an important death this past week. Which was? Phil Spector.
0: Oh, the murderer.
1: Crazy music producer yeah died in prison but uh yeah Hmm. official cause of death will be determined by the medical examiner he he killed a model named lana clarkson back in 2003 who was found dead at his mansion after he shot her in the mouth (sighs) and um when he was in court he had this bad habit. Well, I don't know if it's a bad habit. This habit of wearing wigs in course. <laughs> and they are freaking bizarre.
0: What do you think is wrong with people that like kill people like that?
1: Um,
0: The Kardashians. I mean, do- <laughs> I, there there is nobody on this planet that. I would consider going to jail for. No, not even me. Not even me. Why would I kill you? You're a great source of entertainment.
1: Oh, I thought you meant you just take the fall for me.
0: No, 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 no,
1: no, I'm just going to set you up.
0: (laughs) No, they kill people. Oh, okay. Like, like there's nobody on this planet that I would, I would want to go to jail over killing. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like life's too short for that shit. Like, you don't like somebody, don't talk to them, go away, kick them out of your house, whatever. Why would you shoot a model in the face? Like, what is wrong with
1: him? She's a bitch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, then kick her to the curb. But Jesus, don't kill her.
1: Yeah, it's very bizarre.
0: I wonder if he died of uh, COVID. I mean, COVID I is, is running what, rampant 80, in prison.
1: 81 years old? Uh, 80 81 Oh yeah. BuzzFeed says 81
0: Oh well, BuzzFeed Come on
1: Yeah <sighs> Bizarre though Really weird Yeah
0: Another scumbag dead <laughs> For some reason there, the, There's a headline on CNN That says All US federal prisons Are on temporary lockdown Ahead of the inauguration
1: They think people are going to break
0: out. Under temporary lockdown, the Bureau of Prisons announced Saturday that it's securing all institutions in light of current events occurring around the country. There's no specific information that triggered this decision. This action is precautionary and is not in response to any significant events occurring inside our facilities. That's a weird call. Hmm. Yeah. All this shit just needs to be over.
1: Just gets better. Just gets better.
0: Yeah. There'll be more National Guard at this inauguration than our in thanks in. Syria Afghanistan, Syria, and Afghanistan. Yep. Jesus man. All because some fuckhead is a sore
1: loser. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I mean, he—he's got it on good authority. I mean, the My Pillow guy told him that it was fraud. <laughs> See, why can't and, they lock and, him up? And they discussed a military military coup. Yeah, I don't know how the My Pillow guy is going to help with that.
0: <laughs> Our troops will be sleeping soundly on their pillows. <laughs> but it's okay because God has ordained this.
1: Of course, He has. Yeah. God loves shit like this.
0: I mean, that just shows me that I kind of want to spend eternity in hell, right? Because if that's what God wants.
1: (laughs) Just to spite him?
0: Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. What kind of God is that?
1: Who's your messiah now? (laughs) (laughs) That's a throwback. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh I don't know. This, this, our world is just insane. I I don't know how to explain it to anybody. This is off the charts.
0: I mean, we're definitely living through history. Um, Oh, we are. And things. (laughs) Huh?
1: It's just not a good history.
0: No. And, but I mean, this is, this is going to be a time period that in the future where people are like, how did they ever let it get this fucked up? Right. And, you know, we will have been those people that they're talking about. And that's
1: not good. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know where we're going. This is weird. weird. Weird, well, wacky,
0: hopefully this doesn't go up after some big fucked up thing that happens during the inauguration. Hopefully everything goes smoothly.
1: <sighs> maybe they'll do a um uh what was his name, McLean Stevenson on mash, the first commander,
0: oh, Henry Blake,
1: yeah, maybe they'll do a Henry Blake. Like right before the inauguration starts, somebody comes up on stage and says, I have some very sad news to report. <laughs> President Trump's plane has gone down over the China Sea. <laughs> there were no survivors.
0: I mean, I'm sure Gary Berghoff has nothing better to do.
1: Um, but hey, is he a Trump supporter? Uh,
0: he's very Christian, so I'm going to say yes.
1: Uh, that's too bad. So see, I hate knowing what people's political and religious affiliations are.
0: uh, Yeah. I mean, it does, you know, I
1: just, I just want to enjoy them.
0: So Alan Alda has a podcast called, um, um, clear and vivid. Okay. And he, he talks to a lot of science people. Um, and it is a podcast that that's based around communication and communicating science and, um, every once in a while, he'll bring on celebrity guests. And he did, during during lockdown, he did um, the remaining MASH cast from quarantine. Okay. And it was him and Mike Farrell and Loretta Swit and Gary Berghoff and Jamie Farr. And one of the questions, like, one of the things that um, Alan Alda does is he'll ask a question and ask his guest to answer it. And it's Mm -hmm. they're They're kind of like thinking man questions. And one of it, one of them was like something that, that um, you have trouble accepting as reality and blah, blah, blah. And Loretta Swit's answer was the current administration as like, she can't believe that like, this is an actual thing that people are into blah, blah, blah. And Mike Farrell kind of seconded that and Gary Berghoff like kind of piped up and said, you don't know what's going on, blah, blah, blah. So I would tend to think that having listened to that podcast, that he might be a Trump supporter. Hmm. So
1: see, I just, I just hate knowing those things. It's like, keep your private life (laughs) private. If you're, you're, you know, if you're, if you're funny or talented or whatever, that's great. But once you come out as being batshit crazy, it gets hard. (laughs) It really does. But people
0: look past it for Tom Cruise. Yeah. People still go to see Tom Cruise movies?
1: Well, because that's when they want to see the scene with the stunt that he screwed up and got hurt on. (laughs) It's like watching a car accident.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Can't look away. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's mindless popcorn fun, but <clears throat> I mean, what that's...
1: you don't you don't think Tom Cruise contributes to the art <laughs> of America? No, no,
0: no, and I don't think he would say he does either.
1: No, he's just making money.
0: He's 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 a whore. He's making he's movies another Hollywood people want to watch, and that's that's all he cares about. He doesn't. Yeah, he's not one of those dudes that cares about like Stretching his acting chops, or whatever, you know, he's he's there to to have fun making movies and entertain and get a paycheck, so he can buy another plane. That's it. That's all he does.
1: Oh well. Yeah.
0: All right. You got anything else for this week? No, I think Mm -hmm. that's enough.
1: All right. We'll have lots next week. Yeah, well, hope, hopefully, hopefully not too we much. still have the infrastructure to do a podcast.
0: <laughs> hopefully, it's not like Walking Dead, apocalypse, dystopian future within a week.
1: Oh well, yeah,
0: but it might be. You never know. Well, then we'll
1: be doing our pet our podcast on on paper and passing it
0: out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh dear readers. All oh,
1: right.
2: Dear.
0: Well, right. want if you want to get in touch with us you can always send us an email at info at dance and follow us on twitter facebook youtube let us know you're listening so until next week this is chris it's john have a good week
1: you know the drill